because there was just, you know, what I saw is this explosion of coaches and a lot of people were talking about visioning and some were doing vision boards, but very few. It was sort of like a disconnect where people were, would do vision boards as more of a vision board party and then coaching as a separate kind of entity, but not together. I thought this is my opportunity. So like so much of my business in this last four years, I've really followed my intuition. I didn't have all of the market research done. I just knew that there was a need and I knew that I felt drawn to do it. And so what I did, my action was reaching out to experts. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Welcome to another episode of Scale Your Course. This week, I'm featuring one of my long-term clients, Debbie Sluice of Dare to Declare Academy. I wanted to invite Debbie on here and talk a little bit about the process of us working together, what she's learned, the direction she's going in, and share that with you because not only is she an amazing person, her work with vision boards is something that you may need in your own business. So whether that be to become a certified Dare to Declare facilitator of vision boards with Debbie's unique framework, or whether that is to work one-on-one with Debbie to get really clear on your vision, you won't want to miss this episode. You will find so much value in what Debbie Sluice offers. Here's my interview with Debbie. Welcome, 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 Debbie. I'm so happy that you said yes to being my guest on what is also a special podcast for me. This is my anniversary month of the launch of Skill Your Course, and I couldn't think of anybody better than you to be my guest. You've been a guest before, but because we've worked so hard together this year, I really wanted to bring you on and um, share more of you with all of the people listening to this podcast. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. Thanks for coming. Thank you, of course, for having me and also for thinking of me as wanting to celebrate with you. Of course I do. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, You know, I'm a big fan of your podcast. Uh, You have amazing guests. I love your questions. Um, Your delivery is amazing. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And, you know, Debbie has her own celebration today. Um, She just welcomed a new family member. Are you willing to share a little bit about the baby? Sure. Yeah. So this is our third grandchild. So, but the first uh, granddaughter, so uh, she was born yesterday morning. So I'm actually, (laughs) I was telling Tracy, I'm sitting on a bedroom floor. If you can see me right now, (laughs) kind of hiding out from the family because I'm helping them out um, as everybody's still in the hospital. And so, uh, but yeah, so I get to be with my grandson, um, her older brother, and uh, we're just feeling really blessed. Yeah. And this isn't the first baby you've welcomed in the last short time, is it? No. So I have twin daughters and they both were expecting and both went early. And so anyways, they're only five weeks apart. So my uh, other grandson was born five weeks ago. 
And so his cousin was born yesterday. So yeah, there is definitely a lot of baby, baby news, baby, everything around. Oh my gosh, That's so awesome. And they're going to be so close when they're growing up too. Cause I know you all are a very close tight family. So I think there's just great things to come from that. So I wanted to have you join me because I've been working so closely with you over the past year. So my podcast launched last March. It was last February when you and I connected. We'd, we'd previously had some connection, but I, it was when you reached out to me about creating your academy that we started to actually formally work together. So I'd love for you to just give us a little snapshot of the academy. And then I'd like to just chat about sort of the process a little bit about, you know, why you reached out for for assistance, what what you, you know, sort of saw as as a reason to to say, you know, help me please. (laughs) And, um, you know, what we created and then, you know, just a little bit about the iterative process. So I'm saying that to sort of frame for those that are interested to stay on listening, what we're going to be talking about today. But I think let's just start talking about the Academy, the Dare to Declare Academy. Tell us about that. Well, Even when I say it, I still smile sometimes because it's hard to believe that the academy is part of my Dare to Declare business because my business only started four years ago and it was simply to create space and my niche at that time was just women uh, to dream big and to have the liberty to dream big. Uh, And so what happened was I joined a coaching program. I invested in, in a coach, uh, coaching, and a lot of my colleagues were doing and asking to do vision boards with me because they saw the value in the process. They saw how unique it was, what I was offering. So I started during the pandemic doing global work really with global clients, uh, with vision boards. And then when they were doing it, they realized, wow, you know, this could really benefit my clients. And this could maybe be part of my program. What do you think? And I said, yeah, well, it it is for me. I've included it in my one-on-one program. And now, you know, I have a standalone with you, for example, where I can do it over three weeks, you know, online. And then once COVID's finished, we can go back to in-person. So yeah, there's just so many applications. What are you thinking? And they're like, well, you know, like, do you mind if we use your ideas and, and we'll give you credit? And I thought, yeah, okay, but it just didn't feel right. And for them, neither. You could tell there was a bit of, you know, people didn't feel their integrity with just taking bits and pieces of what I was offering. And so I really felt like the universe was knocking on my door and I resisted it because there was like this idea of who do I think I am? Like, I'm not qualified to do this. Isn't there someone better qualified that has an academy who's teaching how to do vision boards in the same way? And I really, I looked around uh, online and I, and I investigated and there isn't, I couldn't find anyone that was doing that. And because there was just, you know, what I saw as this explosion of coaches and a lot of people were talking about visioning and some were doing vision boards, but very few, it was sort of like a disconnect where people would do vision boards as more of a vision board party and then coaching as a separate kind of entity, but not together. I thought this is my opportunity. So as Tracy alluded to, we did have a connection before. She actually was a previous client where she had come in person and done a vision board in my Ontario, Canada studio. 
And I had been following her journey, uh, just stayed connected through LinkedIn, through social media, and been watching her and saw that she was a course content creator. Didn't really know exactly what that all meant, but I knew I needed to hire someone with expertise around creating a, a course at the very least, knowing that, and at that time, I didn't even know that it was going to be called the Academy. So like so much of my business in this last four years, I've really followed my intuition. I didn't have all of the market research done. I just knew that there was a need and I knew that I felt drawn to do it. And so what I did, my action was reaching out to experts, someone that was in my network that I could have a conversation with. And that's how it all began is I just, I had a conversation with Tracy and I pitched her this crazy idea. I don't even know how I actually even presented it, but I'm sure it was like a little bit <laughs> all over the place. Just like, you know, when I get super passionate, excited, but you listened and, uh, and then we began our work together. Yeah. I remember that you were excited. And I think one of the things that drew me to the project was that excitement. You know, there was sort of this willingness to say, I don't really know what I'm creating, but I know I need to create it. And knowing you, you know, more deeply over this past year and what you said earlier about how you just follow your intuition, I hundred percent, like that's how you roll and great things come out of that. And sometimes it's just the willingness to, to, you know, throw away all the rules a little bit and just be, take a few risks here and there, put yourself out there, toss out an idea, but you know, um, that's sort of become your MO with me. Like that's how you roll. So it's been a lot of fun creating with you. And what I'd like to reflect on for a moment is the process at the very beginning was painfully slow for you, I think. And not because it wasn't important and the process required me to maybe rethink how I did things. It was really the process you needed to go through you want to talk a little bit about that? Because we certainly shared with each other our experiences there before. Sure. Yes. And painful as in going to the gym and having a trainer work on your muscles. And, you know, you're, the next day you feel the pain or even as you're going through it, you're sweating, but you know it's the right thing to do and it's the right way to move your muscles and it's the right way to work out. And that's what you did for me was you slowed the whole process down because I had been doing it really from, again, my gut, from, you know, various sources. And I had just been delivering vision boards the way that felt aligned with my beliefs, my values. And then when I was getting feedback from people, but to deliver and then to teach someone else is an entirely different process. Because just the doing, I really was able to lean into that intuition and, and just go with the flow. But what you supported me to do was to, as you said, slow the process down and be intentional. And it made me think about my background is in early years. And I remember 30 plus years ago, going through the early years program and having to pull apart how to teach children in like a circle setting, for example, or a small group. And I remember in those early days, we had to write every single little detail down. Like if you need masking tape, you should write down masking tape. If you need, you know, a file card or whatever it is that you need so that you're fully prepared. And that's what I liken it to where you had me go into minute details, but not only just physical ones, but mental ones too, like 
tell me why you position this here in this, you know, at the beginning or at the end of the workshop. What's important about what you're saying here? Um, tell me more about what you're looking for in this area. So it really gave me pause to reflect. And also it supported me to value what I was offering because I hadn't done that. I had just been on go and I hadn't had someone give me that third party view of what I was offering. And I had a new appreciation as well for what Dare to Declare had to offer. Oh, that's exciting. I think that's what the process is intended to do is to get you to think deeper and to consider things that you hadn't already considered when you're teaching someone. And and I want to just go back to that comment. You said, you know, you were teaching others, you were teaching others to teach the things that you were teaching. So it was like a, for lack of a better word, a train the trainer type thing. So, you know, the Dare to Declare Academy certifies people to become Dare to Declare certified facilitators who can now have this tool, this great resource to provide to their own clients with your unique framework and your unique methodology. So the tricky part, even from a designer's perspective, and that's, you know, one of the things that I think is so special about this project is not only did I have to help you know how to teach and to choose what to teach, we had to then translate that into how to help the facilitators be able to do those same things as well. So it's hard to explain, but it was this weird, weird situation that I hadn't been in before. And so I had to even work with you, but then I had to work with you on now, how do we help them feel just as confident as you do right now in being able to go out there and do this with their clients and, and to represent dare to declare the way it's intended. So it was a little tricky in spots because I I found sometimes even I would get tripped up on that and I would have to remind myself about what our ultimate mission was here. So through that process and asking you questions I remember often you saying to me, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought about that before, or I didn't realize that I even do that, or is that important? You know, I would say, yes, it's absolutely important. You know, the the small details really matter, but these were things that you've been doing this for so long that was kind of rote for you that yes, it was intentional. You, you know, you put a lot of love and time and attention into what you were doing with others with the vision boards, but to be able to pull it apart and break it down into small bits and really kind of go really minutiae as to what does this process look like? What, what does it take for it to be successful? I think was very rewarding for me to just see your response to that. Like you mentioned earlier, you sort of fell in love with your, your dare to declare framework all over again. And I could see that, I could see it in your eyes, I could hear it in your voice, and it was just really exciting to watch it all unfold. So we created the six-week academy, and the reason for it being so short was because you you wanted to really give students something that they could uh, go in deep on and be able to turn around really quickly and go out there and do the same for their clients and, and make a, that ripple effect impact definitely making some changes to it. Not the six weeks, the intense training part is still going to be six weeks, but there's just so much more to the academy though. And, you know, people might hear six weeks and think, oh, you know, that's just a short period of time. 
you know, how can I be guaranteed a transformation? But I'd love to just talk about what is beyond the training that we, you know, are so proud of. And I want you to talk about it, not me talk about it, because, you know, I think that you understand that there's elements of the academy that just make it even that much more of a community and and more unique. So why don't you talk about that? Okay. So one of the things I want to say as well is that we had to make some decisions about how it was going to be delivered. So was I going to franchise the process? How was this going to be given in terms of the liberty to be able to use the materials? And so we had that first alpha group, which was our our first group um, that, you know, tested it out. And what I kept saying in those numbers of that, those, that, that session in those weeks was, I'm so in love with this community. I love this growing community. I love, I finally have colleagues because I had been working in a, in a setting in early years for 30 years with like, you know, 75 employees and then being an entrepreneur, solo entrepreneur all of a sudden that was so different not having colleagues but the academy gave me this community again where there was people that were from various backgrounds which was also really interesting to have somebody as you know indirect sales you know coaches just a variety of backgrounds as a teacher but who all had the single focus and interest of providing transformation and impact for their clients as well, earning revenue, but using the tool of the vision board. So we were all speaking that same language. So that was really exciting. And so one of the first things that we did was we created a Facebook group. And so I was quite consistent in there and it really helped pull people together, have conversations outside of the weekly calls so that if they had questions, I could be responsive in there. Tracy could be responsive. So not only was it just me, but it was this other, you know, other people that were in that community that could support them on their learning in those six weeks. Then in addition to that, we decided afterwards ongoing that there would be more, it would be like a year long program. So that on a monthly basis, we, because really in a selfish, for selfish reasons, I wanted to find out how they were doing. Like, you know, bring your successes. I'm super curious. I want to celebrate with you. So every month we have, it's like a mastermind where everyone is invited to attend. They are recorded. So then people can get the recordings. We haven't talked about that other platform as well, but the monthly calls are really, what do they want to acknowledge themselves for? What are their challenges? And then because I'm still active as a facilitator doing Dare to Declare Vision Boards, I'm learning new things. For example, I'm really expanding in the corporate realm. And so, and, and now as the world's opening up, that's happening even more and more. And I'm able to bring those successes and tips as they're happening current into the community to say, hey, this is working for me. You might want to try that. In addition to that, like I said, there is a platform. So Tracy was really instrumental in helping me find and set up the community on this platform called Member Vault. And so as people are registered, they immediately get a welcome email. So they feel connected into the group as they go. And as the program starts, they have access to past resources. Uh, They get recordings of, of things. So that is a growing library as well. And in fact, 
the participants, the graduates are adding to it. Uh, I was just on a call the other day and, and one of the participants added a meditation. So it's really cool how not only am I adding to that library, but the graduates are as well. Then we do pop-up training. And so Tracy's actually done two of those with the community. And I just this past week did a training where now not only are they getting the vision board workshop, but I have another workshop that's called a power word. So it's a mini vision board. It's something I do quite regularly, actually, as a lead into introducing vision boards as well. I do it with corporate. And so we were able to give that into the academy as well. So now they have two workshops, really done for you workshops at their disposal. So that's really exciting. So yeah, that community is just sparkly and engaged and I I just love it and it's growing. So, so far we have 13 graduates and we have five already registered for this next upcoming Academy, the end of April. Yes. So exciting. I think too, one of the, like this is going to be cohort five And one of the great things about Dare to Declare is your intentionality to in keeping the cohorts fairly small. We haven't quite maxed out, I don't think, on the number of participants per cohort, but because you've been able to provide this really intimate experience, I think that is also curating the community in a way, or curating is probably not the right word, but just um, helping to gel the community you have some of the most engaged people <laughs> that I know that they love what you offer them. They wanted to learn it at such a deep level. They wanted to share, they've shared their vulnerabilities about the process. Different people are at different stages of the journey. It's such an inclusive space though, in terms of wherever you're at, you're welcome. Some people are a little further along in business and had a really established niche and clientele. Other people were still searching, still trying to nail nail all of that stuff down, um, but are so inspired. The other thing that I've seen in your community, Debbie, that I think speaks a lot to what you've created is the willingness to support each other and also the openness that you've had for the, for your facilitators to come to the training calls have other cohorts coming through if they need a refresher or they, they really um, want to come and share something, they know how much, how valuable it is. And they come like to have people come to classes twice, three times, because that's how, how much, and you know, I want to be careful here. It's not that they don't have the knowledge when they leave the first round to be able to go do this, but the invitation that they can, come and learn and relearn and ask more questions. I just think it's a pretty unique experience that you're offering them. And I can totally see how much they all value it. I think the iterative process is an interesting one. The first couple rounds was where we didn't really change the basic framework, but you know we built out some extra resources. The curriculum guide needed tweaking. One of the things that I think um, was one of my biggest, proudest moments was presenting you with your curriculum guide that, you know, was, was jointly created. It was all your stuff. And I was, I just packaged it in a way that would help you very smoothly deliver your classes. And then you get to sprinkle in all of your stuff, your storytelling. Oh my gosh, you are such, (laughs) 
such a storyteller, such an awesome storyteller, and um, just making it really practical and meaningful for people. So the curriculum guide, and I think you said you had those two additional uh, dumb for use, but it's actually three because you've got the couple's vision board workshop in there as well. So um, those are all ways that people can deliver the basic framework to kind of meet a certain outcome for people. So it's just been really, really amazing. I think this next round is going to be even more fabulous. And so what have you decided to do with this next round? Well, I just want to just piggyback what you said about the community, because when you said something, it sparked the fact that the graduates asked me, and I'm so honored to lead them through their 2022 vision board. They said, we, we, we did it last year. It's manifested. We want to do another one. And so collectively, the graduates and then any of the new students that are coming in too, they're all invited. It's going to be really interesting. I've never done this before, but I'm going to do it in person at my studio. Whoever can come from Ontario or if they, I mean, now you can cross the border from the States. Whoever can come in person is welcome. And then we're going to stream it live around the world to all the rest of the people in the UK and wherever they are. So that is, I mean, again, as the, like as the founder of the Academy, I'm just so honored that that they value that process and that they want their own personal vision board and they want to do it together and I get to lead them through that. So, so that piece is really cool. So what's up next? Yeah. So what we recognize you and I both is that it's so important. And I, I liken this to like a concert. It's so important to go to the concert, to sit on the front row and experience, you know, what, who's ever on stage, take it in, feel all the feels. And then go backstage and figure out how do they do it. And so what's happened with a few of the cohorts, it got a little messy where I had a few do my online course. So they didn't have the in-person online experience. They didn't have the full vision board experience. And I did feel like there was a few holes in that. And so because of the, the understanding and the feeling. So what we've decided to do is I've decided to put the vision board personal experience up front. So the first three weeks of the vision board uh, of the academy are going to be just for them as a client to what is your vision. And I think that's really going to be powerful for them also considering how do they want to use this in their program. So I think that will be very beneficial for a couple of reasons. First, get all the feels themselves, but secondly, personally get a vision and focus for themselves, their life, business, personal, all of those. And then, as you said, the six weeks is going to stay. Um, although what we did recognize is that some of the weeks I had a two hour time slot each week and I would go over sometimes because the discussion would be so rich. Things like areas like marketing, you know, the difference between offering it online and in person, which is something that, you know, I love to distinguish between the two there's similarities, but there are obviously practical differences when you offer it in those different ways. So we're, we're going to be expanding and pulling that apart and giving some more time for that as well. And so, yeah, so those are really most of the major differences coming, coming up. But, uh, you know, it's really been where we had that first alpha group. And because you, you and I did such great work, I think up front, like you said, that painful being the trainer, cracking the whip and, and having me really slow down and pull it apart. It, it's really stayed the foundation of it, I, I think is, is 
pretty much still the same. It's just the delivery. We might be giving our clients a little bit more time to absorb all the material. So yeah, so much exciting stuff coming. I, I think the decision to put the to front end the vision board experience, I mean, we knew they needed it, the experience, but making it part of the curriculum, part of their ability to get to know each other to doing it together, I think is going to definitely add even more strength to the community. And the purpose being not only do they get to experience, like you said, that concert feeling of being upfront and having the experience themselves, but they'll have more to reflect on when you're reviewing the protocols and your unique framework and way of being and how you set up the environment if it's in person and what they need to consider if it is not in person, like if it's online, because there's some interesting things to be considered there. And I think the other element will be the real focus on the business side of it that we haven't actually focused on in depth. We've touched on the sales and marketing piece, you know, the putting your offer out there. But that I think for me right now is the, the piece uh, that's almost like, I want to say the missing piece of the pie or the puzzle. I think that while we had good intentions previously, there's going to be this opportunity now for, for even those that have already been certified to sort of take a step back and really evaluate how they're using the vision boards in their business. And it, it all stems from the learning that you and I have done in our own businesses and you in particular, as you continue to evolve in all of your opportunities with the vision boards, which let's celebrate for a minute your Jack Canfield interview. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Yeah, that has just been extraordinary where when I first started my business four years ago, I went to see him. I flew to Boston. There's one of those intuitive kind of decisions. I was like, I need to see the best, but he's the godfather of vision boards. So for those of you who don't know Jack Canfield, he co-wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. And he's got a book called The Success Principles, which again, all that in terms of personal development and and self-awareness, just amazing. And I was so impressed by him. And I wrote in my book that day, my workbook, I will do a big Jack Canfield training. So he's really big about affirmations, which is also something that I teach in my vision board process. And I didn't know how, when, you know, that was all going to come to fruition. And then last year, I got an invitation to be interviewed by Jack. And so I filled out the application and I was accepted. And so during COVID, I I flew to California just last November here and had the opportunity to be interviewed by Jack himself in his Santa Barbara studio. Phenomenal. It was just extraordinary. And so I showed him my workbook and he, he laughed and thought that was really amazing how that manifested that, yeah, it was only four years ago. And I said, I think today qualifies as that big Jack Canfield training. So that was really amazing. And then what also has come is a, a connection through one of the graduates through the academy she is hosting a woman's retreat and uh, the headliner is Gabby Bernstein and that's going to be coming up this spring. So really in a matter of six months, two of the top people in the world in terms of vision boards have manifested in my life. And so she is going to be headlining in the morning and then I'm going to be sharing the stage with three other speakers. I'm going to be offering, as I said, that mini vision board workshop I was talking about. I'm going to be doing that with the participants so that I think there's uh, 40 spots to Nashville. So I'll be flying to Nashville to do that. Super excited, like blow my mind. If you would have told me that my life would be this way 
you know, four years ago, I'd say, you know, it's my dream. It's my vision. And uh, I get to live my best life. So I'm really, I really feel blessed. Well, I'm blessed that I get to take this journey with you. It's just been amazing to watch it all unfold. And while I get the privilege of seeing the fruits of the labor, I also know that it gets messy sometimes. And, you know, business is like that. The process is sometimes slow and sometimes it takes a lot of thought and intention. But what's coming out of that is, is something pretty, it was spectacular when it first launched, but it's even going to continue to, to be that much more spectacular. One thing you didn't mention was the facilitator directory, which is a huge bonus to the clients because on your website, you are featuring those that would like to be featured as uh, you link to their bio and where they are and who they serve because anybody who is serving others in some way, who's wanting to make an impact, doing personal development or something that, you know, can really enhance someone else's life is a perfect candidate for the Dare to Declare Academy in my book. So you've got quite a nice cross-section of people. I know even those coming in, they're just going to add a whole new layer of experience and and, um, joy to the group as well. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking time away from your special family time. And uh, I can't wait to see what's to come. I know, I know it's just going to get bigger and better from here. Thank you so much. And I, I just appreciate you. And I'm so glad that I reached out to you just a little bit over a year ago and started our journey together. And uh, just can't wait to see what we get to create for 2022. Yes, me too. All right. Thanks, Deb. Thank you for listening. If you're someone who has a big vision for this upcoming year, and maybe that involves a course or a group program, and you're looking for some curriculum support, visit my website at tracysheriff.com to find out how I can help you create something amazing that will not only support your business goals, but will help you make a bigger impact in the world. Until next time.